0: Hey, everybody. Uh, good evening. It is Monday, uh, 7 o'clock uh, p.m., and we're at it again. My name is Andre Anderson. I'm both host and founder of BSTL. Uh, what does BSTL stand for? It stands for Building Something That Lasts. And, of course, this is our podcast. And we're so glad that you've joined. And if you haven't done so already, please make sure to like, subscribe, and uh, share uh, this with other leaders that would love to become a part of this conversation uh, We're all over the platform We're on RSS, we are on Amazon, we're on Apple Music We're everywhere uh, that we need to be, including Spotify I almost forgot Spotify as well So, you know, if you haven't uh, tagged in or tagged others in We'd love if you could just take that time and become a part of this conversation So anyways, i got another great conversation for us to have today I've entitled this one, uh, Keep the Fire Going, or Keep the Flame Going. Either or, I mean, it's the same conversation. So let me tell you what happens. Uh, Recently, uh, I had a a team meeting. Uh, with my leadership team, and can I just tell you, it was one of the best meetings, I think, that we've ever had. Like, every now and then, you have a great meeting. I know some of you are really, really good at it, and so every single uh, meeting that you have is a home run that you've hit out of the park, but uh, for me, I have usually have pretty good meetings, but every now and then, we have great meetings. And maybe the barometer for what you may use uh, in terms of what makes for a great meeting, Uh, maybe you use different metrics. Uh, For me, it's involvement. Uh, Whenever I get a lot of talking from the team so that I can talk less, um, I really appreciate those types of conversations because it means that we're both engaging. And of course, uh, the other part of it too is transparency, right? So I am one of those leaders that believe that you have to set the tone, set the stage um, for people to become vulnerable in moments where there's a need to talk about something that would be otherwise sensitive, um, but you know, creating a space where people feel as though they can share, even if they are not in agreement with you, right? So one of the other things that I need to say is, uh, as leaders, a great meeting can happen even if... Uh, What you wanted to see happen uh, didn't happen, or even if people disagree with what you had in mind to do, um, you're no longer going in that direction. That doesn't mean that you had uh, a bad meeting or that you should have done something differently. It just means that, hey, sometimes it goes your way, and sometimes it may not go your way, and that's okay, too. So let me just uh, start here, then. Uh, I'm reading this book, and I've got it in hand right now because I, you know, I want to make sure that I, I call the right name. So I've been reading this book with my leaders now for almost four years. And some of you might be like, four years is a long time to read one book. But I'm not in a rush, right? So I'm one that believes that if there is a thing that you want to have happen, sometimes it happens in a short uh, period of time, and then other times it takes a little bit longer. So I have been reading this book uh, called The Eight Essentials for Catalyst. Uh, becoming a change leader and uh, the author his name is Brad Lomenick and in one of his chapters um, the chapter uh, called hopeful um, he cites a quote um, and this was pretty much the springboard of our leadership meeting that we had recently uh, on, uh, on the chapter of hopeful let me just go ahead and read it and then that way we can talk about it a little bit more Uh, He quotes Simon Sinek, and we know that that's a popular author, you know, start with why. He's written a lot of different books, but I really, really appreciated this particular quote. He says, the visionary must light a flame, and then he says, those who choose to follow its light must work to keep it burning. So pretty much that's how we we started um, our meeting. We started off by talking about the importance of the visionary, Uh, the flame, and then, of course, partnering with people who will keep the light burning. And so here we go today, um, because as leaders, I think that it's important, uh, even in the midst of adversity, uh, at times, you know, your team will be with you, and yes, there will be times uh, where your team will not be with you. There will be times where you are excited uh, to share something and give a direction Um, that will hopefully move your organization forward. And you get there and you realize, wow, it sounded really intelligent, very bright. Um, It sounded like something that everybody would jump on. And the truth is, sometimes (laughs) people jump off of those conversations. And they jump off, not necessarily because it's a bad idea, but sometimes I think that the ideas that we bring as leaders, there's a disconnect. And when I say a disconnect, uh, you know, every time you meet, whatever you talk about, that is what's important. Uh, and if you talk about something once and you only come back to it after, uh, you know, three or four months, then I promise you, those that are leading with you, unless they're taking notes, unless they're going back to, you know, the Zoom archive, the reality is they they, they forget. You might even forget if you're not talking about it often enough. And pretty much this quote uh, that Simon Sinek um we use in this book, uh, Brad's using it anyways, he's like, look, man, the visionary must have a light, right? And the truth is the flame, the light, the flashlight, uh, the mission, the vision, the core values, it's all the same. But somebody has to start off with something that gets the thing going, right? So every organization, before it organizes itself, before it becomes a business, before it becomes an LLC or all the different terms that it may be registered, there's there's a measure of darkness, right? Somebody is like, look. I believe we need to start an organization and this is what we're going to focus on and this is the direction that we need to go in. It it starts somewhere. It starts with one person. It really does. Like at the end of the day... Um, Yes, you know, we know that people have partnerships where they're working with different people. And yes, we know that there are individuals that have small intimate groups where they've been talking about something in their basement, in their garage, in, you know, some library off to the corner. And then all of a sudden, you know, it becomes a reality. But it does start with one person. Somebody has to be the one that ignites this particular flame. And really, it has to be you. As the leader, right? And I I know, right? Um, When we think about lighting this flame, those of us that are great collaborators, uh, sometimes I think we rush too quickly to get the feedback of others before we actually are clear in our mind um, as to what it is that we would like to do. And let me make sure that I say this out loud. I believe in collaboration 100%. I think that those that have learned how to collaborate and work with people and partner with people and even rub shoulders with people and share ideas and so on and so forth, if you want to go far, you've got to go with people. That's the African proverb. But before you start on the journey, somebody, the visionary, and I agree with um, Simon Sinek when he says this, that the uh, visionary must light a flame. Now, he doesn't say multiple flames. He says one flame. And I and, and I believe that because I've read um, a lot of what he writes about, um, the flame is what is the direction that we hope to head towards like why are we doing this thing right so for some people their organization is people some people it's it's a product for some people it's technology but the flame is the why it is that you do what it is that you do and let me just say this as leaders if you are not clear you're in trouble like when i say in trouble i mean big trouble because at the end of the day, you are going to bump into creatives, right? So like when you're working with people and collaborating with people, you're always going to bump into somebody that has a great idea, somebody who has thought about something and they're like, ah, I think we should do this. However, I think that you've got to slow down in that moment and not jump from idea to idea But you've got to jump from perspective to perspective to see whether or not this idea aligns itself with the original flame, the original reason for why we are currently existing. Does this idea go with the original why? And the leader has to do so. And let me also say this, because I know that this is true as well. Um, as leaders, there are times where you will go to an organization and your predecessor didn't really have a clear uh, image or depiction of what the flame would look like. And so you're almost walking into a, a minefield because it's like, okay, where do I start? Do I start there? Do I start there? Do I start you know, somewhere else? And this is why I can't overstate in our podcast today the value of sitting down. You know, um, because of what happened to me recently, um, you know, I wasn't able to be at work for a little bit of time, right? And this is the first time in like 17 years where I have not been, you know, around leading and giving direction, you know, for a couple of months. I took a vacation, took a sabbatical, and then I got ill, and then, you know, I was on, uh, you know, a short-term leave uh, in the organization that I belong to. And so here's the thing. I missed being at work. I really did. And, you know, I'm back at work, so that's why I'm speaking about it in the past tense. But one of the things that it allowed for during my vacation, my sabbatical, and my illness, it allowed for me not to be able to do much. You know, uh, when, you're, when you're not well, your brain may be a little bit cloudy, and, you know, there are other things that happens to you, especially when you go through uh, what it is that I went through. But the reality is... Uh, you have to see the value of just sitting there. And it's not that when you're sitting there uh, not engaged, not in meetings, that you're not doing something, but sitting there allows for you to have this moment of thinking and being and and processing, you know, what are some of the things that I have done well? What are some of the things that I have not done so well? Are we still following the flame or have we... Uh, been distracted, right? So these are some of the things that happen to us as leaders uh, when you are sitting down, whether it's because of illness like for me or when you just say, all right, every day I'm going to dedicate before I start my day a few hours to just sitting there and processing and reflecting. How has the week or even the day before gone for me? The week, the month, the quarter, the year, how are we doing Because the reality is, is that as leader, as visionary and one who is responsible for sparking and lighting the flame, if you are not being reflective, then all of the ideas that come from those colleagues and collaborators and and creatives that you're working with, what you may find is, is that even though you think that you're following a flame, if you reflect on it long enough, you're following a whole bunch of flames. Now, there's nothing wrong with different ideas, but there are some ideas that will never meld with what you're trying to do, even though it's a great idea. And if I could say this, one of the hardest things for me as a leader has been where somebody comes with a great idea, like it's it's phenomenal, it's a great idea, it really is. But then when you think about the flame and the direction to which you're going, respectfully, sometimes you've got to turn down some things that don't go in the direction based on where the flame that you originally ignited is going. And maybe I should say this as well, even though this uh, part of our conversation, uh, you know, I didn't think we were going to go in this direction. you, You also have to create an environment while you are following the flame that started it all. To help people to opt out, and I've talked about this in a different kind of way, so maybe I'm sounding a little bit redundant, but I want to say this, right? Because when another idea comes along that doesn't go along with the flame, doesn't go along with the direction that you have in mind, then you have to be courageous enough to say to somebody, to the person that may bring the idea that's a great idea but it doesn't fit for now and it may not fit for the organization to which you're going to, you have to encourage uh, those people sometimes to go. And when I say go, I don't mean go, you're kicking them through the door, uh, hope the door doesn't hit you on the way out, but go in the sense that you respect them enough and you love them enough to be able to say, look, Here's where we are going in this organization because this is the reason for why we exist. It is clear that based on the ideas that you are bringing uh, continuously, that what we are going to do here is conflicting to what you are also passionate about. So because I know that you are passionate about something that may never find a place Uh, based on the flame that we've created and and we are are, are, um, following behind, how can I help you to transition to go somewhere else? Because the transitioning, I think, is healthy for you as leader, for the organization, as well as for the individual, because if they... if they remain, knowing that they've got um, another flame that they would like to see ignited, then it may do more harm than good. Uh, they may become your greatest adversary, uh, not because they disagree with you in what you're trying to do, but because they are so sold out on what it is that they would like to do, they're going to try and use their own positional um uh, influence their own power, their own uh, networks and ecosystems in order to push their agenda, which may compromise what it is that you are trying to do. And I think this is why this quote becomes so important, because once the leader, the visionary has lit the flame, he or she has to make sure that they are now um, working tirelessly to find individuals that will keep the light going, keep the flame going. And can I just say this? Look, uh, you might disagree with me, and I'm okay with that. Uh, Aside from leaders being important in organizations and now I'm going to have to say this. Everybody is important, but different people have different pivotal roles that they are responsible for. But I'm now going to come down this lane called uh, the human resource um, as a tool for strengthening um, those that would follow the flame and keep the flame going. You know, So you as a visionary, yes, you've got to get this thing going. You're the one that gets the idea going. You're the one that is called to inspire people to get on board with whatever your mission, your vision, your core values are these objectives that may take years to materialize yes that is you leader not in isolation but at least as a starting point but your hr is going to be also important so as leaders you've got to find people who have the skill sets whether by way of formal education or they just can see uh, you know there there's there's like uh, you know it's like a document right you've, you've got a book that has policies and procedures and so on and so forth and then there are some uh, things that need to be there that haven't made its way into the, the the formal document but there are some people that have the ability once they understand here's what it is that you're trying to do they know how to find people who are going to embody what the flame is doing now the reason why this is important is because at times I think some people get lost along the way right? And this is why your HR is going to be so important to what it is that you're doing because you need somebody in human resources that's not just going to hire individuals uh, and train individuals, um, but they have the knack of finding individuals that you don't have to, like, encourage them up, uh, you don't have to force them, you don't have to make it difficult for them, but they find individuals that really embody what it is that this flame stands for. And, of course, we know that the flame is the metaphor for the direction that it, you are hoping to go to and so therefore you as leader and those that are responsible for bringing more people um, on your team you have to make sure that everybody is clear that not all flames and not all lights are equal and as leader you have to be able to stand on that like you really have to be able to stand firm and be okay with people saying i would have never done it that way and blah 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 yeah and i understand that and Sorry, Again, I have to clarify. I I, I do understand that there will be times that as leader, even though you're the visionary, there will be some individuals that will come with an idea, a perspective, um, a process that may not have been what you are thinking about doing, but it does reinforce the overall flame. And when you find those people, you've got to keep them close, right? So you're you're talking about individuals that will agree with you when they do agree, and then there are, there are other people who will disagree with you, and whether or not they're with you in the conversation or against you in the conversation, as leader, you've got to be able to be humble enough and uh, be willing to hear This is what we are thinking, and we believe that this would be also a good way forward to further uh, move the flame uh, forward by doing this. And you as the leader have to say to yourself, well, I would have never done it that way, right? And that's one of the things that I am consistently um, learning about myself and my leadership style. I have a certain way of doing things, and my way for me, it works, but I am learning that there are times that I, I myself have to, table the way, you know, the how I would do something, because I've put some who's in the room, and that's another book that I have been slowly but surely throughout the years making my way through. It's so good. Uh, It's not who, uh, it's not who but how, or how but who, whatever. You can find it. You can search it up, but it's a great book, but the reality is, is that once the flame is going and everybody is clear on this is uh, what it is or the why that we exist, you've got to find the who. Right, And once you find the who that is able to take your vision, your idea, your core values, your objectives, and they are able to massage it and create something and make it become something else that may not look um, like how you would have done it, but it still accomplishes the same goal. And that's why, and I'm I'm now back to where I was before, as leader, you have to be careful that you're not um, following the candlestick or the candle-holder, Um, you've got to make sure that you're not following uh, the, the, the device that carries the flame, but you've got to make sure that you're clear on the flame itself. Now, why am I talking about the candlestick? Because here's the thing. In your organization, you're going to have different um, departments. You're going to have different people who have a different purview as to what should or should not happen, right? You're going to have some individuals that you work very closely with because the nature of what needs to get done, there are going to be some people that will become a part of your core team. Uh, but then there's going to be some other people that you may never have a meeting with, but you know your your leadership is meeting with them on behalf of you and be beha- uh, and also on behalf of the flame. So when you now. Um, have this core group of individuals that you work closely with, and or there are other individuals that you may not be um, as tight with because of the the, the way that the uh, nature of the work is divided and shared, you have to be careful that you're not following the next greatest idea, but everything points back to the flame, points back to the flame. And when it points back to the flame, Ultimately, what happens is there is a good... A level of redundancy that is constantly happening. And generally, I don't like redundancy, right? So like when people repeat themselves a lot or they say the same thing or they try to paraphrase it, I, I don't always love redundancy in that kind of way. But I do think that in leadership, the redundancy of repeating and re-articulating and re-evaluating consistently, long-term, that is going to create the type of environment that will always be clear, this is the flame. You know, and as I was talking to the leadership team um, over the weekend, we were talking about the Olympics, you know, and we were talking about the Olympic flame, right? And ultimately, the Olympic flame is important because it becomes this... uh, symbol of continuity right we're still talking about the flame right so at the olympics leading up to when the olympics start they light the flame and there's this torch passing and it goes over lots of miles and or kilometers if you're in canada until it finally arrives at wherever the headquarters is going to be where the next olympics is going to be hosted and the truth is as this um torch is being passed along, they don't run with the torch unless there's a flame, right? So the flame is housed by the torch, but they would never run this relay race unless there is a flame that is connected to the torch. And this is the point that I'm trying to convey today, is that if you are clear on the light, the direction, uh, where are we heading? then whether you are there as the leader or not, whether or not you are in a position of influence or not, you have to create an environment where people are free to express how they would like to do something, but they may not necessarily be free to change the, the the flame or the torch or the light or the mission or the vision. And this is why organizations that are doing well and have done well, especially during this pandemic where, where people have had to pivot, the ones that continue to do well, they were clear before they started the pandemic on the direction that they were going. And that's why I don't believe that you ought to touch your core values frequently, your, your mission statement, your vision statement. Statements. You you shouldn't be touching those often Because every time you make an adjustment That is substantial enough You're going to create perhaps A level of confusion People may be frustrated Some people are going to say Oh my goodness, another thing Another thing, another thing And after a while People may become a little bit disenfranchised Because you're constantly changing the flame No, no, no We're not changing the flame We're just going to change how it is that we re-articulate and articulate how it is that we're going to do based on why it is that we have structured and arranged and organized ourselves in the organization that we belong to. Ultimately, the flame is the thing that creates the unity. And I have to say this. I have to say this out loud because some of us don't understand. There is a value in unity. And your unity creates a specific type of uh, ecosystem, and we talked about that a couple of episodes ago. Your ecosystem are the people that are helping to reinforce and carry and move the flame forward. So as long as we're clear on the flame, there are going to be people that will come and go because they realize, I don't want to carry this flame. I don't want to get behind this flame and support it. And when those people come to that realization and they leave, you've got to let them go with their, with the blessing, right? Because you don't want them to feel as though, well, because you're leaving and you're not getting behind this flame, somehow you're not a good person. No, you can be a great person and not necessarily be a part of this particular organization, But if you are the leader and the visionary and the one who has been called to create this flame that gives the direction, make sure that you're not changing the flame, but you're helping people to get behind the flame to make sure that we get to where we're trying to get to. And here's the thing. Once the Olympics is finished, the flame moves on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And as an organization, know this, that if you ever arrive to your destination based on the reason why you've got this flame, you've got to be prepared to move the flame to the next juncture of the journey because if your organization is going to thrive and go global and become a change agent for other things, technology, education, just whatever it may be, you're going to have to be able to pivot but keep that flame going. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. Um, My email address is bstlinc21 at gmail.com. If you'd like me to talk a little bit more about this with your organization, I would love to come and speak with you. But know this, the flame is important. As leaders, you've got to guard the flame. But while you're guarding the flame, make sure that you're not the only one running behind that flame. Get some people who will get behind you because when you are working together, there is nothing more powerful than unity. Take care until next time. My name is Andre Anderson. I'm both host and founder of BSTL. And what does it stand for? Building something that lasts. So please like subscribe and share this because we've got to keep the flame going. Take care.